Welcome to the podcast series of Family Insights, powered by the Orthodox Christian Network and Family Life Ministry. We welcome Paula Marchman, Managing Director for the Metropolis of Atlanta Family Life Ministry, and Eleni Alexiou, Managing Director for the Orthodox Christian Network. I'm wondering today, you know, if we can talk more about marriage as a road of where it takes us. Yes. In um, Family Life Ministry, um, ministering and teaching and facilitating classes, as we talked about for premarital, are very, very important. And we now have a new Saturday program. We'll be traveling, Father Gregory, you and I, um, teaching uh, and working with married couples, whether they've been married a day or um, 50 years or longer. We can always, always learn something new to help our marriages, to focus on our marriages. I was going to ask you this morning when I asked you, how's your family? I was going to say, hey, Lenny, how's your marriage? Great. Great, yeah. And we tend to answer great. And if I say, you know, is there one thing you could do to make it better, to make you closer to your spouse, but also closer to Christ, closer to a Christ-centered marriage. Because in the Orthodox Church, marriage is about what? A path to salvation. We help Mm -hmm. each other to be more Christ-like, to be intimate, oneness, salvation. Well, that's, that's a hard thing to do when you look at it like that. It's not just building a family, having a house, navigating our schedules. No, it's a dance, and we step on each other's toes sometimes. I think that's the biggest thing. We step on each other's toes, or even more dangerous, we get into patterns, you know, little things that now become habits and patterns that are destructive. So it really helps to look into our marriages now and then, whether it's a Saturday class or it's a special book that we go through, or it's just having maybe a couple that's been married longer than us who can mentor or um, going to our priest and going, hey, we need a marriage checkup. Mm Because there's a tendency, if you ask us, how's your marriage? Oh, fine. But, you know, what are we not looking at that could become um, destructive? Whether it's even how we talk to each other or time, date nights, or appreciating each other. You know how Mm -hmm. the world right now, Facebook, is like, please be kind, you know, and I love that. It's just talking about being kind not only to others and children, but even animals, the environment, Um, the importance of compassion and kindness changes the ethos, not only of our world, but the world at large, kind of like that pay it forward. So what if we start in the home expressing appreciation, admiration, affection? That's all Christ's heart. Absolutely. It's something that just goes to the basics of what actually love is between a husband and a wife. I mean, I think some people don't necessarily appreciate their spouses many times. Um, we've had, you know, friends over and maybe I think to my husband, you know, thanks for emptying the dishwasher, something really simple. Mm-hmm. But I say thank you. And, and you know, a friend of mine was like, why did you thank your husband? 
because I would have had to do that. And I appreciate that he took the time to obviously do something that was on my list. And it just was a simple thank you. Like you would think a stranger can't take for granted for those little pieces of the puzzle. Um, so that's something that you just got to synchronize along the way. And we do. We generally, in our household, we thank each other and we expect it from that hopefully it trickles down to our family and our kids. Um, so that's something that we, we right. always talk about. Um, something that really always sticks out for me as far as a marriage check- checkup, and that I really like those terms, is just as couples remembering that just because you get married doesn't mean that there's no more work that you can't do. It's a constant thing that you have to do. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter, like you said, right. how long you've been married. Um, it's something that can easily happen where you feel disconnected from your spouse or yes. you don't feel close to God or your spouse doesn't feel close to God. Yeah, it's, um, it, you will always have to move um, towards each other. Um, John Gottman, I've mentioned him before, he's done mm-hmm. decades of research observing marriages and has written amazing books to help people with their marriages. And in our marriage seminars and premarital, we use some of his awesome material. I've been certified to teach some of those books, even uh, Bringing Baby Home, that's for the new couple, and we can maybe even talk about that in another Mm -hmm. when the baby comes home and what happens to the marriage. Um, But to get back to what we're talking about today, even more than the thankfulness, which is important um, for what we do, I think it's important to how we move towards each other and how we see each other. Right. You know, if I'm in uh, one of those moods, I could sit down and think about my husband in the negative way, what he doesn't do or who he isn't, you know, he's not like me, or he thinks differently, or does things differently, Um, and I can become very negative, you know, just imaging him in a negative way. So that's why it's important to come towards each other instead of moving away from each other, because if I continue that pattern and that path of negative thinking about my spouse, then I feel alone and I am open to other people uh, who might be more what I expect or what I want or more like me. Very dangerous pattern. So that's why it's important to have things in place every day that show not only thank you verbally, but appreciation for who they are, what their actions are. Um, One activity that I love for my couples to do in sessions and in class is to get a nice big clear jar that you can put on the counter, top of the fridge, wherever, and you have those little post-its, the pink Mm -hmm. and the blue, Mm -hmm. and the husband has the pink and the wife has the blue. And every day you carry them around. And when you have a positive thought, you capture it and you write it down. I love the way when I enter the room and you look up and smile at me. 
and walk. I love the way when I come home, you stop whatever you're doing and you greet me at the door. Or, you know, I love that you are so kind to people who can really be annoying and how you really pay attention. I love the way you get on the floor and you play with little Sammy and you laugh and you giggle. It just brings so, so much joy that you're that kind of husband, that kind of father. I love you. And you write these little messages down. One thing that you Mm -hmm. captured, encapsulated for that day, and you fold it up and you put it in the jar. And then your spouse does the same thing, one a day. And then on Sunday afternoon after lunch, you have a little coffee or tea and you start opening those. Gosh, I didn't realize you even saw me do that. Yeah. And I love your heart about that. And you almost have this conversation, you do have this conversation, on positive imaging. Well, I didn't know you even cared about that. Oh, yeah, it opens conversation in a positive way. Because face it, as human beings, we can really make negative thinking and negativity something huge and bigger and not even realize how destructive it is in our relationships, whether it's marriage or parenting or friendship. What do you call that activity? The great one. I love using that one. Well, you can call it anything you want, capturing daily affection. Because in a way, you can say, I love you, thank you, which is great, that's verbal, but you're capturing affection in the written word, which we don't have a lot anyway in these days. Everything is computer. Someone said, oh, can we text it? No. I want you to take a little sheet of paper and write it because your hand writes it, your eyes look at it, your brain sees it and just becomes, I don't know, more romantic. It's a mix of the senses, yeah, and you have a conversation. That's the difference. The act of pulling one out and opening it up, what a surprise, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And not only what they do, but who they are, who they are, who God created them to be, and why did God give you that person in your life? Yeah. How do they balance? How do they, how are they different than you, but you really appreciate it because it helps you go inside your heart and go, hmm, maybe I need to do a little more of that because God doesn't bring someone who's just like us. He brings someone very different so that we can grow. And sometimes it's a struggle. But we need to have more attention every day, not once a week, not once a year, every day of appreciation, compassion, and encapsulating that and putting it in that jar and being able to look at them. It's something that we're encouraging everyone to do more so in that your marriage will grow. It's not necessarily uh, something to encapsulate all the negative things that you're doing wrong. We're talking about the positive thing and having a conversation and reflection after the process. Yes. It's called uh, positive imaging in the counseling world, in Gottman world. It's, it's capturing the positive and not allowing the negative to overtake us. And sometimes we can get, I'll get in a negative swing where I have to go, Paula, what are you doing? I have to turn to Christ. Yeah. I have to go to confession. I turn to Christ and go, I am not doing, navigating this well. This is going nowhere but down fast. 
and we have to reframe. We have to reset. This is kind of a proactive or mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, doing this every day is like taking a probiotic. It's like taking a <laughs> vitamin so you right, don't right. get sick. So you don't get trapped in negative thinking. Does that make sense, Eleni? No, it does. And But that's where our faith is so important in some of our marriages, too, to remember that God's purpose is in our marriage. I often find this piece of conversation amongst my peers, amongst students I'm teaching or counseling that I've done throughout the years, that I think couples come together, regardless if you're the same faith or not, um, mm-hmm. in that once you get married, what happens with your faith and the fact that God is actually the purpose of your marriage? There has been a lot of research that say that couples that pray together um, actually will, will reduce their risk of divorce. And then if God's yes. in your life and your couple piece, then that's actually part of it. What, what do you think about that, Paula? Well, actually, I, I, that's part of the program. Um, praying together again, takes that moment, it's a daily thing, whether it's in, you know, before and after a meal, I love praying before and after a meal, um, or going to bed and praying intentionally to the Lord, thanking Him, thanking God for your family, for, you know, your love that you share for your marriage, um, praying, covering it. And also, that is an opportunity, and it doesn't take... It could take minutes, but an opportunity to pray for your spouse. You know, Lord, cover this man. I know work is really challenging for him this week. Or, you know, Lord, cover this woman. She's balancing so much in her life. Give her your heart, your strength. Let her know how much I love her and appreciate her. So you're not only saying the the prayers of the church, but you're also praying for, and you hear your spouse praying for you. This is huge, even with children, to hear, you know, pray Johnny. You know, Johnny's doing really well in school, Lord. Help him to stay on this path. Help him to see how beloved he is from not only us, his parents and family, but from you, Lord, that he belongs to you. Cover him because the world is going to try to distract him. That's why it's important, as we've talked about in previous podcasts, is to put down the, you know, the phones and the technology, turn off the TV and the radio, and really focus on appreciation, on fondness, on loving each other through prayer, through little fun games like, you know, the pink and blue uh, encapsulating appreciation slips and other things that families do. There's lots of ideas out there. I would love to hear some of them that your family does to connect you together because then you are stronger Absolutely. The thief would not, what does the scripture say, that the thief would not have stolen uh, yeah. if the, um, we'll have to look that up, if the head of the house was there, he could not come in. Yep. It's covering. Yep. And then, right. Mm-hmm. It's protecting our families. And, yes, praying together is huge because it's a window to our faith, but to our hearts, to our right. purpose in helping each other towards salvation to be more like Christ. Even the Lord prayed 
you know, quietly to his father and prayed for everyone all the time. That's a gem to put in your pocket. Um, You know, I think we all pick up different pieces of what we hear along the way or what we learn along the way. If anything, you took out of today that there's three steps that we all can work on, all married couples can work on. Um, take your time to figure out the other person and look to, look to know them a little bit differently. Uh, express some appreciation and affection, admiration. Do something more creative than just sending a text message, I love you. Yes. And moving towards each other, saying, you know, That's a little attention yeah. to go up and go, hey, honey, I missed you. We've been working so hard or we've been right. so busy. Right, versus turning away and not acknowledging what is happening in your own life. Yes, and seeking, you know, time with the Lord. Lord, what's going on in my heart? Why am I, you know, focused more negatively or um, I call it sparky, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or porcupine. Why am I shooting those needles like a porcupine? You know, what's right. going on in my own heart? And our spouses can help us with that, too. And sometimes we need that third person, whether it's a mentor, a priest, um, a counselor, someone to look in and go, hmm, let's look at this whole picture. Right. So we encourage you all to do that. And like Paula said, Feel free to continue the conversation and share the the different resources and activities that you do in your own marriages. Thanks for listening and joining us. We'll be back every other week to fit into your busy time schedule. You can find us at myocn.net and at Family Life via the links below. This program is brought to you by the Callas Foundation, Family Life Ministry, and the Orthodox Christian Network.